Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. This is Panel to Screen, a comic book podcast where we describe how comic books have translated to the silver screen. This will describe all types of uh, comic book media, including mangas and other digital creative services. Um, today is our first podcast. It is March 2nd, and we're going to be talking about Old Man Logan and how it is translated to the 2017 release of Logan. I'm going to get to that. <laughs> I have to get to that first. Do you want to start over? <laughs> you don't? Okay. <laughs> then I'll just get into it. I'm your host, Blueberry Probert, and my much more experienced partner is... I'm Batman. She's she's Batman. <laughs> um, you can find her at Gamer Complainer. Um, today we're going to be talking about the source materials. We've just sped run a bunch of Old Man Logan comics. We've uh, read a bunch in the past before, but uh, we tried to catch up because you know there are just so many comics today. So, uh, did you want to start off with what you read? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I read Old Man Logan 2015, not too long ago, maybe a couple months ago. I usually read comics at like 3 a.m. because I can't sleep and I just speed run through them all. So I really enjoyed that one in particular. I liked the dynamic between Hawkeye and Wolverine. They're very different characters and it's just funny to see how Wolverine handles Hawkeye's humor and stuff like that. Um, well, the one I read today uh, was Old Man Logan 2016, which I didn't like at all. I thought it it was very boring. It, the dialogue was flat. It didn't have much humor to it. I'm sure there's people that totally disagree with me, but that's just really my opinion. Um, the villains in it were very disposable. Like, I didn't feel any tension. It's just Wolverine went nuts and killed everyone, which can be fun, but for the most part, it didn't make the... It didn't add um, dynamic, and it didn't it didn't add any enjoyment add any enjoyment to the um, overall comic. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Uh, I think the earlier comics uh, were definitely better. The two thousand three series with uh, Mark Miller and Nathan Fairbairn uh, were much uh, more enjoyable, I think. And I just liked the randomness; all had kind of a point. I think uh, the twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen series uh, of Old Man Logan kind of just went crazy for the sake of being crazy i know there was battle world and that confused the hell out of me in the 2015 run so that's why i like the wolverine old man logan run in 2003 a little better um but i think the real question today is how do you think this is going to at all apply to the movie since they don't have any of the rights to most of these characters including devil dinosaur captain america iron man hulk hawkeye big one the spider cycle like they own zero of the rights so this is going to be an interesting podcast and see how it translates because so far what we've seen kind of looks like The Last of Us with Wolverine. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Well, that is what it is. It's just The Last of Us with Wolverine. Even the the Reavers aren't the same. They're not sort of over the top like in the comics. So they're more downplayed and but they're cybernetic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, I mean... It, it it's hard to say because the comics are really good so i i don't know i think as a movie it's fun to see hugh jackman but i'm very skeptical about how good it'll be 
the director has uh, mentioned multiple times that this is going to be kind of a different film, uh, more of a low budget, uh, not uh, CGI. Well, not low budget, but more like not CGI explosions ever. Practical effects, not no much so much low budget, but no Avengers explosion light, blue light shooting into the sky. It's more dramatic. Yeah, more dramatic. Absolutely. So um, I looked into some other comics earlier today to see, like, I'm trying to drag because they don't have rights to any of these characters, really, that they need for the traditional Old Man Logan storyline. So I decided to look into all possible endings. Hugh Jackman says that this is his last Wolverine film. Um, (laughs) You don't believe him? Bullshit. I don't fucking believe him either. It's fine. He's going to be Wolverine until he wants to. I think he actually is Wolverine. He doesn't age at all. His old man Logan still looks pretty young, in my opinion. He does. It's just Hugh Jackman with like kind of a grizzly beard. That's about it. <laughs> exactly. He so got more Australian. He got more Australian. Um, basically, uh, I read uh, Death of Wolverine, the 2014 run. Um, it might be prevalent because this is, on quotes, his last film, and uh, bullshit. And we might see him die. He might hand the torch to. Um, what if everyone doesn't know x23 by the way this is all speculation these aren't spoilers because we haven't seen the film yet uh but i did some research into x23 um i've only seen her in crossovers but i read her 2005 run uh, i'm not sure if that's her original run but it did a pretty good job explaining why she was cloned and uh her release how she broke out it was a really nice homage to the original wolverine style while giving her her own personality and even um a slightly more intimidating approach than i think logan is um, and I think that I, I was just kind of interested because the X-23 we see is more, um, a little older in the comic books right now, but like she starts around the same age in the 23 run with, um, uh, Billy Dan and Craig Kyle as the writer. Um, yeah, they, they it's about the same age. So it's about like 13, like 14. So, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be that far off. I think we're not going to see devil dinosaur with a symbiote the spider mobile hawkeye captain america red skull i don't think we're seeing any of that but i think we will see a lot of dynamics of laura kinney as x-23 and i think she has a really nice character well i feel like this movie is going in the direction of the avengers where they're probably going to try and use a lot of humor i think they realize that's the route they need to go and fox is i think this is a test to see how that works um but how do you feel about them sort of combining elements together instead of just picking one storyline from that series or just making a x23 movie for them uh i think that would be the next step and i'm i'm really okay with it for the most part i i think it's a really smart move for the most part uh i i think that I, there's a lot of elements from the old man logan series i would like to see i would like to see the death of all the x-men i don't know how they're going to portray that in the film they, they, they probably won't. It'll probably just be like, I think it's uh, the story synopsis said that they were disbanded. Uh, <laughs> Wolverine is now a chauffeur. Is that right? Yeah, he's a chauffeur. Okay, I, uh, that alone just pisses me off. I will never see a comic book Logan or even movie Logan driving people. That seems like the last thing I'd ever see him do. I mean, when they were in the writing room, were they like, all right, we got to give Wolverine a job. X-Men have disbanded. What is he supposed to do? I got it. Uber. <laughs> I wonder. Do you think um, that's a nod at all to Steve Blum? Because that's uh, the he the voice. Yeah, he used to be a limo driver. So if anyone doesn't know, Steve Blum was like the main voice actor of Wolverine in comic. I mean, video games, animated movies, and anything that isn't Hugh Jackman, basically. And he started off his career as a limo driver. So I wonder if at all that's a nod. Do you know that full story? 
I don't. Would you happen to tell us? Well, what happened was he was a limo driver, and then he used to drive um, around the um, animation studios, like for anime. And one person he was driving was like a director, and he's like, "You got a cool voice. Do you want to come in and do a voice?" He's like, "All right." And that's how his career got started. Do you think that like the limo service was calling him? Like, where the fuck is this guy? <laughs> he needs to be back and pick up someone else. Uh, like, yeah, guys, I'm actually Wolverine now. So, bye. <laughs> Uh, absolutely so those are the main storylines death of wolverine x23 wolverine as old man logan the 2003 run the 2015 2016 run are basically madness i um gamer complainer and i and (laughs) are having a difficulty reading these comics because battle world is confusing as hell so we're trying to still like catch up with that but um more confusing in the 2016 run too is there's two different timelines going on at simultaneously i don't see the point of that it's like it's showing it's showing you the future that's bad like the apocalyptic future but it's mainly in the present where none of that happened like what's the point you know what i mean it's yeah really odd. it's basically just said like like that's what i just i just read a comic for the hell of it and it's like way out of context because i haven't caught up and basically i mean i won't spoil it but someone died exactly how you planned and then someone else just doesn't die at all the way they planned so it's kind of like juggling which events come true and don't come true uh for the most part i think these comic books have great source material the thing that i hope they capture is the journey like in the 2003 run of old man logan we have a narrative it's a it's your classic western man needs to make meets end uh basically for just a quick recap of the original old man logan story old man logan had was convinced by mysterio to kill all the x-men so he becomes a pacifist and reveals never i mean you know he decides never to take up his blades again never snick snip the blades and kill anyone so he becomes a farmer very very wolverine and um just relaxes say, um, in california do you want to read my note for for your description uh, yeah yes please <laughs> it, uh, you read it okay uh she has here on her notes wolverine starts being a bitch <laughs> which is kind of true because he doesn't use violence at very crucial moments that ends up fucking people over but essentially he vows he gets a family starts you know trying to live the calm life all this is all takes place in a world where all the supervillains decide to align and take control of like the world and the way it works is because all the villains like finally win and kill everybody um the world becomes this weird post-apocalyptic um society where all the territories in the united states are divided between the kingpin who is like the kingpin from daredevil he's like a pimp i I didn't really get that uh the the president which is the red skull who has a weird like superman collector's arc of all the dead superheroes um and then who's the last oh bruce banner uh who there's two more yeah oh but they can't they got taken over like i think someone took over for magneto and then someone took over for somebody else i just can't remember the other i think kingpin took over magneto if i if i think i read that i might be reading that wrong but i think that's what i read um long story short um he lives in California where Bruce Banner took over. Bruce Banner in this story is just a monster who inbreeds with uh, his cousin. So fun stuff there. She-Hulk, who looks nothing like She-Hulk, but just like a hick. So that's kind of the whole society there. Green trash. Gre- yeah, yeah, green trash. <laughs> and basically they just own the town and they're like, they're really bad landlords and they beat up Wolverine a bunch of times and Wolverine's having or logan he he hates being called wolverine 
uh, just, just trying to make a living. Hawkeye comes along, goes like, you need money. I have a job for you. And he's, um, basically he's delivering something, which we assume is drugs, uh, across the country. So Logan, in an attempt to make ends meet, travels with um hawkeye hawkeye thinks he's fucking with them the whole time like ah you're not really a pacifist let's go let's go on an adventure and fight a bunch of guys not realizing that he doesn't heal as well he's slower he's older and also is a pacifist just won't fight so there's like four times when hawkeye's like i thought it was a joke <laughs> i thought you were messing with me and they get hurt pretty bad and it's a very gruesome comic i really love the artwork i think um Billy Tan really did a great job. I, I love um, Andrea Sorrentino's new work, but personally, I don't think it's as good as the original. And it's a, lot, um, a lot less detailed, a lot more loose. Which is cool. For the time travel dimension mixing, I think it works, but I, I think I prefer more clarity and art style. Essentially, long story short, uh, spoilers for the comic that's uh, about like uh, 15 years old now. <laughs> um, he adventures back. He kills a bunch of supervillains on his way there. Um, Hawkeye passes away because, or yeah, he gets shot in the face by Shield. Shield works for the Red Skull, and he was trying to create an army of super soldiers. Which I don't know what happens to those vials. I think they just all like break or catch on fire. I think uh, Logan just doesn't care about that. Takes the Iron Man suit home, which is the best way to get home across the country. And then uh, goes, finally has enough money to pay the Hulks, and they had already killed his family because, spoiler, spoiler they got bored. And then uh, Wolverine gets eaten by Hulk and then chops his way out of his stomach. It's a great way to end a comic. Yeah, so in this comic, Bruce Banner is like super strong all the time, but can still go into Hulk mode and apparently has the same amount of intelligence, which is theorized a lot in the comics, is that Hulk's always a smart, he just can't verbalize it. Um, so I don't know why the, f- I don't know how he ate him cause he has an adamantium skeleton. So did he just swallow him whole? And he knows that he can't die. So why would you do that? It's, it's like attack on Titan when it, when he gets swallowed by a Titan and he just regrows everything. Yeah. Well, we should probably do an episode on that. That'd be a good one. I just thought about that. That'd be very, good stuff. Very similar. very similar in nature, but yeah, that's the end of it. He just kills everyone. And then Except he, Bruce Banner Jr. Which, yeah, he just steals the baby. And I was like, don't know why he did that. That sounds like that's going to bite you in the ass later. Well, my favorite part about it, I love just the chaos of that world. I love the idea that there's different factions and nobody is who they used to be anymore. Like, anything can happen in this universe. I think it would be a really cool, like, animated series if they did it, like an old-school X-Men type of 90s thing, but if they did it with this universe in particular absolutely we're gonna try to wrap up in a little bit because you know we want to actually get to our thoughts of how the movie translated but basically we can't see most of this because marvel owns most of the rights so even if they do an animated series they wouldn't be able to own much of those rights which is really unfortunate they they could buy them back i'm sure they only really need logan for that in particular yeah it makes more sense for marvel just to buy logan well, um, basically, that's it. We're going to go watch the movie now. We got a bunch of candy and snacks, so we're going to go do that. Uh, we're going to take a little break right now, but uh, we'll see you after the break. See you guys then.
right, guys, welcome back. We just saw Logan last night. Uh, we sort of did a midnight premiere. Did 10, 10.45? I think we're pretty cool. 10.45 before midnight. Um, it was a very long movie, but is it a good movie, uh, Blueberry? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's um, kind of what we expected, but, um, you know, uh, I, I was definitely upset. Uh, what did you want to see? What did we see? Uh, let's try to go no spoilers for a little bit, but then we'll get into spoilers. So right now, no spoilers, but we just saw the movie in total. Are, are you asking me? Yeah. What did I want to see? What did you want to see? I wanted to see more villains. I was kind of let down by um, who they chose in the movie. They chose the Reavers. And if you don't know who they are, they're sort of a a group, like a little faction that just hates X-Men. They're led by um, Donald Pierce. Um, and uh, his acting was great. I thought just as as an actor and as a character, it was good. He was just a little flat. Like, he was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Just had a cyber arm. Nothing else really of note. But, um, yeah, I would have liked to see more villains from the comics thrown in there. Um, what else? I have a list. I, I have a list as well. Oh. Yeah, mostly just the villains. They didn't feel like a real threat because Wolverine just fucking annihilates everybody. Uh, yeah, he definitely does. And uh, going from the Old Man Logan comics, uh, I wrote a list of things I wanted to see and did not see. Not that I expected to see these in any sense, but that would have been nice. Um, so my favorite parts of the comic were uh, the devil dinosaur covered with the uh, Venom symbiote. Uh, I'm just going to cross that off. Nope. Uh, gangs of superheroes, the factions would have been cool, like you were saying, the Daredevils, the Punishers, um, stuff like that. Uh, the divided territories between them, that post-apocalyptic world, we we didn't quite get that. It was just more of a no more mutants thing. It, a very children of men kind of feel, and I wanted to actually touch on that later and with you. Road, for anyone who's seen um, yeah, and the road, which I actually haven't seen yet. <clears throat> Uh, you said Marvel villains. Uh, I was hoping for a Hawkeye-esque character. Uh, no Hulk or a cool vehicle that was run down, like a Millennium Falcon kind of Spider-Mobile or the X-Jet. I was kind of hoping for that. Got a limo. Yeah, we, we, we did get a, 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 a futuristic limo, right? A 2024 Chrysler? Something, Something like that. So I guess it's kind of futuristic. Yeah. The one thing I actually was really upset about, and uh, we'll talk about this a little in depth later, is... The X-Men actually no longer existing, how they uh, died. It's very different from the comic book. We'll touch on that in a little bit in spoilers, but um, well, a slight spoiler. We don't see it at all. It's alluded to. So nothing's definite, but we definitely don't see it in any aspect. I mean, how do you feel about that? That's kind of like the whole premise of the start of Old Man Logan. Well, I think this movie, like in its title, it's not focusing on the overarching story of everything else like most X-Men movies do. It's always about Wolverine. And so we're always going to be with in the movie universe. It's always going to be a focus on him. So they probably felt like this is a Logan movie. We're focusing on Logan, his problems, his issues. And since they changed the original, um, uh, yeah, the original, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, the original source feeler of what happened to the X Men, um, it didn't matter as much within that context of the movie. So they just kind of 
sweeped over it. Like they they do that with most X Men movies. I notice they really don't get too much into a backstory of anything. It's mostly just focused on what's happening in that moment of each movie. If that makes sense. To a point, but I mean, if it's doing an origin story, obviously that's an origin that you figure out. But every other X Men movie, like Days of Future Past, it's within the context and timeline of what's going on then and there. There's no like, remember that time we all did this and this fucking happened? Oh, good. Now, now we all know. Um, uh, we did mention in our pre-show, uh, we read the story synopsis and uh, that uh, basically Wolverine did become an Uber driver. Uh, old man Uber <laughs> is what uh, the movie should be called. It, it uh, I, I think the movie starts off really good, has a little bit of a drag in the middle, and then kind of ends well, in my opinion. But I mean, what were your overall thoughts of the movie? Like, as a movie, from the comics, we know that it's deviated, but as a movie as a whole, I think we enjoyed it. I mean, do you want to put some thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, the, the pacing was pretty good. Um, I I like that they did go for a two hour plus movie just because it's it's kind of giving more respect to comic book movies. It almost is saying like we can make an R rated two hour serious movie with X Men now. Like it's it's a big stepping point in terms of that. Like Christopher Nolan took the jump with the Dark Knight and doing it a totally different way. But I'm glad they're moving in that direction. But they also still kept sort of the humor and they still kept the characters without making it too dark. You know what I mean? Uh yeah, absolutely. I think you actually nailed that in your um, you know, your foresight that they would actually have a good amount of humor and I think it was kind of morbid in this sense, but they did keep the humor uh of the uh comic books and the characters. I think um there's actually a lot to that. Um a lot more carried over from the comics than I had originally uh intended. Uh we're going to start going into the list. I think we might start going to spoilers in a minute. Um but yes, a surprising amount of content actually came back from the comic books and i think that they uh, translated very well even though they don't have a rights to the characters the essence of the story and the film still carry out a lot of those uh themes especially the kind of western adventure story kind of i don't know i mean you agree i mean yeah i'd say so hugh jackman definitely embodied old man logan from um the comics for sure it didn't his whole inner turmoil of you know, my claws are destroying everything. I'm retired. I don't want to do this anymore. That was definitely that came across on screen. And his like rage mode came across on screen super well. Uh, would you agree with that? Uh, Yeah, no, I, I definitely would. And I kind of liked um, like um, so uh, in the source material, we kind of see old man Logan as a pacifist. And I personally think that that didn't match the character as well. I think they, they built upon the character better in the movie in some aspects. Um, I do see like the self-destruction and he doesn't want to fight. Like he doesn't like using his claws one cause it hurts. And two, cause it, he's not healing as well, like in the comics. So there are a lot of aspects to this that ring true to the comic character while maintaining the characters. Yeah. Like realism and kind of common sense. So there are a lot of things to like, um, I really think that um, we should get into spoilers. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's so much uh, we can say. I mean, we all recommend you go watch the movie before you hear this podcast. But um, there's a su- surprising amount of source material that they actually took from it. And I think we should jump into that. So, um, one, X-23, a lot of the elements from her story carry over uh, remarkably. Uh, let's just go into an overall story arc real quick. So, uh 
the X-Men have been disbanded. Most mutants uh, haven't been born in a while. Very similar to Children of Men. There hasn't been a, a mutant born in 20 years. Uh, X-23 comes up on the field. Uh, our Hugh Jackman's doing his thing, being Logan, being an Uber driver, trying to help Charles, who has a degenerative brain disease, and that's causing uh, problems for a lot of the X-Men. So essentially... Yeah, or everyone in general, really. It's like he just causes his seizures. He's basically having seizures that then give everyone the worst migraine possible and everyone's dying and freaking out and lagging out. He, like, freezes everyone like he normally did in um the other movies, yeah. yeah. But they're, like, also having killer headaches, and he's not controlling it. Um, his, his, um, he's trying to take that. He's working with Caliban, who's played by Stephen Merchant in this movie. Um not exactly sure how that came to fruition, but there's a lot of times when it kind of seems like a relationship. Steven Merchant's like, Logan, tell me about your problems. Logan, I'm here for you. I want, I want to talk about your feelings. And Logan's like, shut up. And I just, for me, that felt a lot like a relationship. Like, uh, if we can, like, take that scene in context, change the music and the lighting, you would swear they're dating. <laughs> I mean, wasn't that just, like, a little odd, the context? Yeah, he's like the housewife or whatever. <laughs> The vampire housewife. Um, yeah, and essentially uh, Hugh Jackman's doing his thing. He gets into a little bit of trouble. This um, this woman comes up at talking, asking for the Wolverine. And he's like, ah, I don't do that anymore. And he's having the drinking problem. I liked the, the the origin was very similar. So he's drinking. He's not trying to fight as much. All that's very much the same. Shit goes south. I mean, I, let, let's be honest. We all know that shit's going to go south. Well, the, first, the first 10 minutes he goes rage mode because they shoot his car. <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, like I, th- I was really hoping that was gonna be like a gang we saw uh, prevalently, but yeah, he he just gets like robbed ten minutes. He's like, please don't, and he's like not trying to fight him. He's like trying to stop. He gets shot. He even's like, come on guys, let's stop this. And then once they hit the car, he gets really fucking busy. He's like, not the car. <laughs> Goes rage mode, kills everyone. That backfires later. A woman hears about it, and she's like, hey, I need you to help me with the mission. And Wolverine's not about it. Wolverine's mission right now is. <laughs> To pull a, um, what is that zombie movie we just watched? Uh, uh, Dawn, of Dawn of the Dead. Just get a boat and go out into the ocean. I don't, I don't know what he's trying to accomplish he wants there. To, he wants to live happy with Professor X. They sail off into the sunset. Yeah, and Stephen Merchant's like, fuck you. You know I'm allergic to one thing, and that's the sun, <laughs> which is everywhere. Um, but yeah, so that's the main story. He's trying to get out of here, so he's trying to come with money. This girl goes, I have a lot of money. He's like, I don't know gets confronted to some bad guys like do you know about this and he's like nah i really i'm really not trying to get involved and he really isn't he doesn't want to get problems and i do like that he's like really trying to avoid shit but he sees money he's like mm, i need money <laughs> so he is trying to care for xavier uh long story short shit goes south he ends up with the girl uh a little girl that the the woman is with uh who is x23 he doesn't know it's x23 and he doesn't know about her powers or anything the guys come after be like, so you did know about this little girl? And he's like, what? No, I, I didn't know about that. Shit goes south. Yeah, deny. He denies a lot. He, he does a lot of the what? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Dumb man, Logan. I thought you didn't have Professor X. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, he just gets caught in like six lies. Um, so the Reavers become the main antagonist, which... Um, so we did a little bit of research. I don't know too much about the Reavers, and I thought they were kind of disappointing in the film because they're all these, um, they're like these mechanical mercenaries. They're like augmented people, think like Deuce X, but they don't do anything. <laughs> like they don't have like laser eyes or like fast arms or anything. They seem like like cybernetic, like 
military um, soldiers are like contractors. They don't feel like, oh, a, a crazy group that really hates X-Men and is out to kill them all. They're just kind of like, oh, yeah, we got hired by some dude and he wants the X-Men dead. So we're on an equal, you know, mindset of that. And they didn't have any crazy powers, like you said. They just had, like, oh, I got a fake arm. Cool, the rest of you is perfectly fine. Or some dude... I think mostly they just had arms, right? They didn't yeah, have any arm, legs. Like, legs <laughs> or, like, head or neck, nothing. Just, just arms. Well, one of the Reavers in the comics has, like, a fucking tank for legs. Yeah, I did see that. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I think that would have been amazing. <laughs> and he, like, in the comics, he runs over Wolverine's legs. <laughs> Uh, I have a little bit of history. We'll start getting into like what was accurate. Uh, so for the rest of the movie, we just go on this adventure with Logan and the girl and Professor Xavier as, as they go on trying to get this girl to a safe zone. So very much The Last of Us, very much um, The Road and whatever it's called, um, The Children of Men. So it's an adventure story in the Western. They meet a couple characters. They go have a couple adventures. That's the main thing. You should definitely go watch it. But we're going to talk about some things that are like taken straight from the comics um uh so here is a spoiler straight up spoiler if you don't want to know stop get out um i uh, read the death of wolverine in anticipation for this because it is hugh jackman's last film and um yeah in the last film quotation marks i'm sure there's a timeline error um the, the death of wolverine does take place it doesn't work like it does in the death of wolverine run in 2014 but they have a lot of odd things from that comic so uh, his like attitude towards death is kind of like I'm just gonna keep going, and if I die, cool. He's gonna keep dying, but he's kind of looking for death in a lot of aspects of the movie. So that's kind of the same as attitude. Um, they have a replaceable scientist as the bad guy in Death of Wolverine. It's Cornelius, and this one it's Xander Rice, who's actually the bad guy in the X23 origin comic. So they did take a lot of elements, and they took the serum to heal because uh, he loses his healing factor in Death of Wolverine. Which doesn't matter because he dies a totally different way. He's uh, buried in adamantium. Uh, but basically, um, yeah, it, it makes no sense. Uh, but yeah, so he has a serum that helps him heal. And um, do you happen to know what he's carrying along with him for the most part of the movie? He has this little thing that shouldn't even work, but he's using it on a rainy day maybe. What? The adamantium bullet. <laughs> I was trying to hit to the adamantium bullet. So he carries his bullet around. To kill himself, even though if you watch uh, the first X-Men Origins, he gets shot with like three of them and he's fine. He's absolutely fine. I don't think we count that as canon anymore, do we? It was such a bad movie. Like, There's so much that does count because they use his name James Howlett, which is the only time they use that is in X-Men Origins. They, they mention the wars. Can't this count, though, instead of the other one? <laughs> uh, I don't think a lot of people do count it, so I'm, I'm on your side with that. Um... But, yeah, I, I, I just have no idea why he's carrying that around. So a lot of those elements were taken from Death of Wolverine. Um, you knew a little bit about the Reavers, and we talked about those. Do you want to get in a little bit more about their description? They're just basically those mercenaries. But in the comics, they're more of a gang? Yeah, they're a gang that really, really hates the X-Men, and they're, like, super cybertronic. So it's not like, oh, they got, like, an arm or a leg or eyes. Like, they're, they straight up do not look human anymore, like, with whatever is attached to them. And Lady Deathstrike is the leader of um, the Reavers. They eventually become these things called the Purists. Like, their name changes throughout 
the comics. But they're not, I mean, there's not much to them. Like, they just, they don't like Wolverine, they don't like the X-Men, and they always keep trying to kill X-Men. That's yeah, their sole probably. goal. Yeah. Well, they're not very much like that in the com- uh, in the movie. They're more just like a mercenary built-out squad, which kind of works. If they- I just wish they actually did more stuff. They're like the Boba I Fett. They looked cool, yeah, for sure. Um, you read the X-23 comic. Do you want to kind of go into a little summary of that and how it kind of paralleled to this? Uh, sure. The movie was like, it was pretty close. Obviously, the movie was trying to be more grounded in reality, which worked for what it was doing. But generally, the X-23 comic is, um, uh, X-23 is made. They couldn't use the... Um, y-, y chromosome? The Y chromosome didn't work in Wolverine's DNA. Yeah. So what they did was they had her birthed from one of the doctors there, um, Dr. Sarah Kinney. And spoiler, she kills her mom eventually because can can I say that? Yeah, Is that sure, okay? Sure. <laughs> uh, it's a, a six year old comic, guys. Don't freak. Actually, ten years old, so don't freak out. Well, Xander Rice is one of the doctors there, and he made it so she she has there's like a feral scent that makes her kill people and you would put the feral scent on other people to get them killed so that's how she becomes an assassin eventually because people keep putting that scent that makes her like go in berserk mode and murder people and he puts that scent on her mom and she ends up killing her mom and then her mom does this whole like oh your name's laura and i love you you're not x23 type of emotional stuff but i mean that's just the the overview which so the, she's a clone of Wolverine, but a girl because the Y chromosome just didn't work. That's exactly. The main thing. Yeah. And they didn't mention that. They don't mention that in the movie for a very specific reason that we'll get to in a minute. But I mean, that's the main reason that she is a girl. And in this movie, they go less clone and make her more of a daughter figure. I mean, I think that's fair to say. They they refer to it multiple times as a as a daughter figure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I see her as more of a daughter anyway, and I think she's she replaces his family from the comics because eventually in the movie he feels he has a duty to protect her because he feels like she is my daughter, she is a part of me. They used a piece of me to create her, so it's there's it gets very emotional at the end when inevitably he dies. But (laughs) but uh, yeah. So, for the most part, it's the same. The X-23 comic is the same. Laura Kinney, she's mute and Spanish in this. I, I really hope no one's going to throw a fuss over that. Um, well, actually, what's interesting is there's another comic called NYX where she is tricked into becoming a prostitute, and she doesn't speak. Hmm. She's just a mute prostitute that does, like, sadomasochist shit for this pimp because she has claws and whatever. That's weird. Uh, what which comic was that? Did you did you read? It was NYX. Yeah. I'll check that out for uh, comic purposes, of course, for studying. Um, so most of the stuff was the same. Uh, we do have an X twenty four that comes into the film that we'll explain later. Uh, so Xander Rice uh uh is um is mixed with basically the Reavers character uh Donald Pierce. Uh, Donald Pierce basically uh, is part was part of the Hellfire crew, then becomes a Reaver. Uh, the Reavers came out in number 229 of the Uncanny X-Men. Uh, the Hellfire crew is seen in the Phoenix Sonda. And Xander Rice is kind of the guy who... So Xander Rice's father helped create Wolverine. And he was killed by Wolverine because Wolverine kills everybody that messes with him naturally. So Xander Rice 
hates him in the comics. So he tries to make a clone of Wolverine to kill other mutants and eventually kill Wolverine. But then that Sarah Kinney girl comes and they make a female clone and he treats her like shit, like absolute shit, hates the mom, hates Laura. Laura eventually kills him and that's basically the end of it. But they mix a lot of that character with um, with Donald Pierce. Um, so it's kind of weird how their characters kind of mix between because now uh, Donald Pierce is that Reaver who acts as Xander Rice towards Laura, but is a reaver they did a lot of character mix mashing and it's kind of uh confusing but um that's the main story there with x23 um uh, the only difference is i guess she's spanish and uh the other difference we'll get into in a minute is that the only reason she's a girl is because the y chromosome was damaged and couldn't be repaired uh so that's why she is a girl but um they didn't mention that in the movie um because of a very specific individual who is another kind of spoiler alert, comes into the movie. I'm really glad they didn't show us in the trailer. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? You can. Uh, I can talk about it. <laughs> Basically they introduce X24 and this X24 is young man Logan. <laughs> it's just an angry Wolverine. Young man Uber, <laughs> young man Hogan and basically he's just Wolverine young with worse mutton chops and no hair. Uh, he's super aggressive. He doesn't say anything ever. So um, I was trying to look for Wolverine clones, and the only one that comes up on Google for the last year is X-23. So I looked up other versions of Wolverine. I found a cybernetic one named Albert. <laughs> I have two notes on Albert. You have two notes on Albert. Hit us. Cyborg Wolverine genius. That's that's literally all I could find on this guy. <laughs> Yeah, this the backstory is um I think uh Xander Rice tried to use him or something to try and kill Wolverine with his other character called Elise. And that didn't go well, but Elise and Albert became good and he she gave him like uh like a brain essentially. He didn't have a brain. He was very primitive like in the movie. He's very he's like the embodiment of Wolverine's rage. He just doesn't think and just kills. Um but the the little girl, she's like five. She gave him a brain, and she made him smarter than her. And he's named Albert after Albert Einstein because he's a super genius, and he joins the X Men. What? Yeah. That's cool. So that's the basis of that, and um, that adamantium bullet we're talking about. So at the end, we'll get to that in a minute. But it's kind of confusing because, so essentially, at the end, this this young man Logan undoubtedly kicks the shit out of old man Logan. Old man Logan isn't healing right. And this dude, I think, has an adamantium skeleton. It's not really specific mention. He does have the claws, and he's definitely aggressive and younger and stronger. That's why I, was, I found that confusing. Like, they don't really go into the the genetics or the makeup of the clone. You know what I mean? Like, why would they go through the trouble of giving him an adamantium skeleton? Right, and it's kind of like the, that's why they didn't mention the, 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 the Y chromosome thing. And I'm like, why... <laughs> Why wouldn't you fucking start with that? Like, the only reason X-23 exists is because they're like, oh, uh, turns out the guy DNA is kind of stupid. Uh, if we did with a girl, this would be, like, a thousand times easier. Well, I think that's the point, because he said in the movie, like, we have to create something without a soul. So he couldn't use a girl. I mean, girls are, I think, for a number of reasons. One, women are emotional. And two, it, she was born from somebody. So she has a soul, whereas, like, something that's made from nothing you know what i mean yeah we do see him made in like a little uh a chamber right like he's like he's like 
birthed in a little robot chamber or something. So uh, maybe that has something to do with it, like the way it's created, more man-made, less of, because, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I think X-23 and Wolverine kill pretty much the same freaking way and as good as each other. If not, I think X-23 might be faster or something. So it really comes down to, like, the mentality behind it, the soul. Also, you noticed like X twenty four's fighting style. There's Wolverine knows martial arts and stuff. This thing had just was berserk. It just was super primitive and animalistic. So it's again infers that you know sort of lack of a soul. Um, it gave Xander Rice more control. But I just think it's silly if he hates Wolverine why he would create another one. Yeah, I I really didn't get that. I mean, it makes kind of sense. Anyways, at the end. Flora, you gets finds a revolver, puts the adamantium bullet in, and then blows his brains out. Which, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically a Last of Us moment, but doesn't make any sense because that bullet bounced off like three movies ago. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's confusing. Is that thing made of adamantium, or does it just have claws? That's what I'm saying. If it, uh, maybe I don't, I don't know, because I, I I did some comic research, and the only way to break adamantium in in bullet form there's like melting it cosmic power magic etc but the only way to break it with a bullet is an antifreeze vibranium bullet who comes up with shit man marvel <laughs> comic book logic so and i don't think they want to get that into it so i guess bullets now just yeah, work ridiculous but my question is is i'm like they had those in the 70s why isn't every reaver carrying adamantium bullets I would have understood if they shot him in the eye, like, because there's no maybe, bone there. Maybe they're hard to come by. Like, it's a very rare metal. And they, obviously, they're using all this fucking metal to make clones and, and mutant children instead. They have 50 Reavers, like, at least 50 Reaver bodyguards. Give them all six bullets. They all shot Wolverine at least, like, total 20 times. Give them all adamantium bullets. <laughs> it's like in Luke Cage, where they had to, like, shoot him with specific bullets. You remember? Let's not talk about Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, they had to make a special bullet that explodes in the body to kind of hurt Luke Cage. It still didn't kill him. It still didn't kill him. He was fine. Um, but yeah, so that kind of logic thing uh, made me upset. Uh, some cool other things that made it from Old Man Logan at the uh, funeral of Old Man Logan. We saw the quote uh, from one of the comics. I, I read all the series like just the other day, yes, yesterday. So I'm trying to like find this quote but i can't find it it's basically a quote laura kinney will say there's no more guns in the valley you can sleep at peace it's in either old man logan 2015 2016 and or the original 2003 run i don't know which one it is uh and then they also bring a nice nod uh when he goes to this like little camp all these kids mess with him uh they cut up his facial hair to look like the original old man logan comic and it looks ridiculous but i love how they did that See, he just looks like an idiot. He's like, why, why would you do this? But he looks just like the comic, and I love it. I mean, I don't know. Wasn't that kind of like a nice nod? Yeah, it was. I wish he looked like that the entire movie. But what didn't make sense is his beard, it was like black or brown, dark brown most of the movie. Why was it turning gray as the movie went along? Was it because he couldn't heal as well, or was it because like he was just gradually getting older generally, or what happened there? I think a lot of it was the healing factor. You know, his healing factor kind of got shittier and shittier throughout so the movie beard color gets shittier and shittier yeah it's like it's like rogaine but x factor <laughs> that's funny um what else i have some other things so the one thing i did want to like say for the end because it's actually kind of sad is the old man logan starts as we all know ray mysterio controls the mind of uh logan 
to kill all the X-Men. He thinks he's fighting Dr. Octopus, uh, Venom, um, Magneto, The Claw, all these crazy villains, Shocker, Electro, and he's just chopping them up, beating the shit out of them, and he's, like, saving the kids at the X-Factory. And then as soon as, like, his illusion's over, he uh, sees that he just killed all his fellow X-Men, Cyclops, Jubilee, all of them besides, I think, Emma Frost. I think that's the only one he doesn't kill. Um, yeah, she's in there later, and she, she uh, passes away later because she's an idiot. Get shot. That's a lamest way to get killed as a superhero, in my opinion. Anywho, so in the comic, that's how it happens. Wolverine kind of has that guilt, and that's why he never raises his claws again. He's just like, I'm such an idiot. I killed all those people. Um, but in this one, it's a, implied for like three seconds, and then it totally wipes you out of it that Charles Xavier's age did it that he'd had one of those seizures and attacks and killed all the X-Men. So I don't know how that happened. Maybe Wolverine was out finding his origin again. And then at the X-Mansion, he just killed everyone. It would be interesting if like Charles accidentally like took control of people and he like took control of Logan and he made Logan kill everybody or something in his old age. That would have been good. I would have been okay with that. But, I mean, I'm okay with this. It makes sense, and it's kind of sad. The guy who brought the X-Men also killed all the X-Men. Well, the reason why it doesn't make sense to me is because when there's a moment in the movie where he fucks up at, like, this casino, and there's, like, his he has his little Alzheimer's attack or whatever, and no one dies. Like, people crash cars and stuff, but no one actually dies, whereas there was an event before where the same thing happened, and, like, two or three hundred people died because of it i would have liked to have seen the effect of that alzheimer attack or dementia attack that he had versus just like everyone's frozen and they're like tripping out then they can't move yeah i mean we just don't know the extent uh but apparently it's known like uh, i think um what's his name not xander rice the, the the one uh donald the reaver guy goes so it turns out he's like a weapon of mass destruction now so he's like he's kind of a wanted man i think because he killed a lot of people and that's why i think logan's hiding him trying to get him out on a boat don't know what they're gonna do on that boat no he's trying to get him away from people uh okay yeah that makes sense i can see that but um i don't know i thought like in terms of the comics um is it a cop-out? I feel like it's a slight cop-out because the whole old man Logan is like Wolverine killed his best friends, but now it's Charles Xavier, so it seems Wolverine's more of a hero just like t- taking care of the man who saved him. Well, I think it was easier in terms of the plot of the movie because it, they don't have that context from that. You know what I mean? Like, there's that's a huge backstory to have and then to not have it on screen or... It's, I just feel like that could be a story in itself. That aspect. I agree. And that was kind of what Old Man Logan was for me. So that losing that kind of made me like, I probably made me take it down a point, but I, I at least I liked the way they explained it. Um, Charles Xavier, we haven't talked about him. I've, I've been looking up, um, I've been trying to look up. I haven't read any comics about him like going crazy or anything. Um, but basically, yeah, how'd you feel about his character? I, th- I, th- I thought his profanity was actually very enjoyable in this post-apocalyptic world. He's not a teacher anymore. He's not a professor. He's suffering from brain things. So his kind of humor made the character glow up in a way I hadn't seen before. I mean, how do you feel? I enjoyed that, and he still kept that like innocence to him as well. When Laura came into the picture, he went back into that, oh my gosh, there's another mutant mode. I want to I wanna make sure she's okay. I want to train her. Like He goes back into that um uh teacher mode again when she comes into play which i i liked a lot 
And yeah, he, he has some really humorous moments, and there's a lot of bickering between him and Logan that's really great, too. Absolutely. So let's see. I'm just uh, checking. Spoiler, he does. Spoiler. Yeah, also, Charles Xavier dies. And I mean, I think we saw that coming. He gets killed by the cyber clone, just stabbed right through the chest. And it's kind of, I feel like that was kind of an embarrassing death because he's like, I'm so happy, Logan. 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 <laughs> get stabbed. Ah, I was just, I don't know. When did you get a haircut and grow your beard and you look younger? You always look young. You always look young, you bastard. Um, so a lot of these things, like, um, I think uh, we went through most of the stuff here. Uh, it was a very memeable movie. Uh, a lot of good violence. Old Man Hogan. Uh, Uber. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, I don't know how they're going to do this, but there was a Deadpool, like, little cutscene or a little short scene to allude to the sequel. thought it was very tasteful, but it's upsetting because, well, I don't think we'll ever see Wolverine and Deadpool face off besides that one time that we don't want to talk about. Don't speak so soon. You think that stuff won't happen, but you'd be surprised. I doubt this is Hugh Jackman's last movie. I don't think this is Patrick Stewart's last movie. There's no way. Like, the one, the characters are really good. Two, people love them as the characters. And three, paychecks. <laughs> money, money, money. Do you think, let's say hypothetically, if this was their last movie, do you think X-23, Laura Kinney, has enough fan support now and enough of a backstory to get, to get her own sequel and maybe, like, her own franchise? I don't think, again, this is, like, one thing that annoys me about X-Men overall is there's always this passing of the torch with X-Men, it's like, look, this is the next generation of the X-Men. And at the end of the movie, that's very alluded to, like, this is going to be the next group of of X-Men that we focus on. They'll either find probably another X-Men somewhere, and that'll, that X-Men will train them and t- teach them how to, like, um, uh, use their powers properly and stuff like that. Um, I think it'll be her and, like, the group that it ends with, if that makes sense. They, um... Man, it's too bad. Uh, I think she'll lead them. But I think I don't think she'll be on her own yet. Hmm. I mean, I, I I'd watch it. I definitely would watch it. Would you watch it? Yeah, I'd watch it. But we don't think the studio is very likely to kind of just go like, "All right, this mute girl is gonna be the same main character." Well, one, she's a, a still a child, so I don't imagine a child without her father could hold a movie on her own. I think they would either do her as an adult and just do flashbacks to Logan or something and just fill in the gaps of what happened in between or it'll be her and that group of kids. I can see that. Both would definitely work well for me. So that'd be an awesome like Netflix series if you had like X twenty three and the X's or something. Like like a Stranger Things look or whatever. You know what I mean? I was thinking of Lakeside Avengers but with X Men. (laughs) That 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 would definitely work well for me. Um yeah, so those are uh, most of my notes there. So those are all the, the elements that were kind of taken in. No devil dinosaur, but they did bring in a lot of elements. Uh, one thing I want to say is... Um, uh, I think you missed the dinosaur. I, I did, yeah. Yeah, when you went to pee. Oh, oh, when I went to pee, there was a dinosaur. Yeah, you missed it. That, that eight seconds that you were in the bathroom, you missed the whole dinosaur sequence. Oh, there was a dinosaur. Man, I, man all right, well, I got to take that back. Uh, Old Man Logan, 10 out of 10, 100%, and I just missed the dinosaur. I'll go, I'll go watch it again tonight. <laughs> um but that's for the 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 main part uh we see x23's origin fairly well covered the only thing i did think was kind of weak i wasn't like super ecstatic about the clone at first he kind of grew on me and then um Albert. yeah so <laughs> wolverine has this bad trope of scientists that just mess with him 
And he never seems to care about the scientists. That's what I've noticed. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. It was something about like this one. This scientist's name was Xander Rice. There's Stryker, and then the one in Death of Wolverine apparently is the first one, Cornelius. And I'm just like, which one? Also, no saber tooth. I, Hugh Jackman tweeted at the uh, the actor for saber tooth like, hey, get in shape, and he's like, all right, we'll do. I guess I guess he never got in shape, or I don't know. Maybe there's a, a cut scene. Scene that was cut, sorry. Yeah, deleted scene. Yeah, that'd be definitely cool. So overall, so some differences were in story arcs. I think they captured X-23. They took elements of uh, Death of Wolverine very well. Um, Old Man Logan, less so because they don't have a rights to a lot of those characters. But I think they captured a lot of those essence in the characters they did have, and including X-23. I thought they nailed the characters for the most part. I just think a lot of the situations might have dragged on um, for the most part. But overall, I think the... The art style of the movie was very Children of Men, like I said. Um, Last of Us. I don't know. How do you feel? Um, I mean, I thought it was great. I agree with you. The it had a very sorry, had a very uh, Western feel to it. It definitely fit with the um, the comics. What annoyed me is that the comics is set in Sacramento, and I'm like, oh, that'd be cool if they put it in Sacramento. No. No, you're not Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I was like, dang it. That's lame. But they definitely, they nailed the character for sure. Um, I feel like a lot was probably cut from that movie. I think they had a lot of ideas and they cut around them, um, which is disappointing, but I hope they release like, oh, the director's cut. What would you have liked to see? What do you think might be missing? A saber-tooth scene? I mean, apparently Victor Creed's still alive in that universe. So I'm wondering, do you think, would you like to see some saber-tooth? Yeah, that'd be cool. And there's there's other things that could have been cut. There's some things that really dragged on. Um, it is a very long movie. It's It feels like a two-hour-plus movie. It's not fast-paced by any means, I would say. But maybe because I was also tired, it probably didn't help. The gore. What do you think about the gore? I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was well done, tasteful. Um, I mean, I didn't care too much for the um, nudity, perhaps. There was one scene with a little bit of nudity. Uh, if it's not a little bit of Hugh Jackman butt, I'm not really interested, you know? We got no Jackman butt. Actually, I take that back. I don't think I want old Jackman butt. I'm no, not... I'll take any Jackman butt. <laughs> uh, I'll take them all. Um, clone. Clone Jackman? I want <laughs> yeah. clone Jackman butt. Like we could have like a naked Terminator thing or something. Exactly. I don't know why he'd wear clothes if he's a clone. He didn't really need to wear clothes. I feel like that was for us. I think we wanted the clothes. I didn't want the clothes. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the mic now. <laughs> um, so for the most part, it did build up those main story arcs. But um, yeah, I mean, feel free to let us know if we missed any story arcs. Or, uh, I'll set up an email next podcast for this channel. What will it be called? It will probably be called blueberryprobert at gmail.com. What? You didn't call it the name of the podcast. I have to do the name of the podcast. I can't ask them to email me, see which one they'd like better. So I guess I'll yeah, just do the name of the podcast. It's definitely not posted yet. So I'll probably create an email. It'll probably be panel to screen. And then you guys can email with ideas at gmail.com. You guys can tell us any ideas you'd like to see. Send in some mail and see if, or, you know, tweet at us. Oh, wait, no, I don't have, I have to build a Twitter. What am I setting up for myself? I have so much work to do. Yeah, it's harder than you think, right? <sighs> I have to manage. I'll just delete my own Twitter. I don't even use my own Twitter. Okay, I don't know. I don't know where that gets you. You can't post personal stuff on it. I can't. No, it's a business. <laughs> Anywho, so that's for the most part uh, a lot of the comics that I took source from. Death Wolverine, 
Old Man Logan 2015, Old Man Logan 2016, Wolverine, Old Man Logan 2003. And I think even though they didn't have a lot of rights to the stuff, they still created their own original story, and it worked out for the better, you know? I think uh, something to know on this podcast, a lot of comic fans will say like, oh, it's not based off the comics or it didn't do this differently, it did this differently. Sometimes it works better. I think a lot of times, sometimes character arcs can be developed better throughout uh, a shorter narrative. I don't think everything has to be like the comics. Some comics are really bad. Um, If anyone knows, uh, basically, uh, Miss Marvel was essentially like, had like, what is it? Um, she basically got had been sexually assaulted by a space cloud, then gave birth to an alien, which then she dated, which was the space cloud. So, what, you, that's not good material. No, I, I don't think I'd like to see that in the Captain Marvel movie or Miss Marvel movie. I mean, she was Miss Marvel at that time. I I think it's good. You, she fucked the space cloud. I mean, and then gave birth to that space cloud, that and then well, it turned into an alien, and then she dated said alien writers right i think they're really high wait i think at that time i think that one was an 80s run which i was really weird (laughs) um but yeah so you know i think that's really important to know this podcast i mean we're big fans of comics but i think a lot of people go like i read the comics the comics are the best there are a lot of bad comics there are thousands of awful comics it's the good ones like Old Man Logan that have really original stories to tell that we really enjoy. And I think even though they didn't do a perfect translation, it um, it worked out really well for the film. Uh, uh, I think you want to have any closing thoughts? Anything like that? Um, if you had to give it a Wolverine claw to a um, Cerebro, what score would you give it? Holly Berry's butt in X-Men 2. Okay, that's a good score. <laughs> how, how do you rank it among the other X-Men movies? Okay, let's do two categories. Uh, amongst Wolverine movies and amongst the full discography. X-Men. Yeah. I'd say it's my... I, re- I think my X-Men movies go X-Men 2, X-Men 1, probably Logan, Wolverine, Days of Future... Nah, Days of Future Past is four. This is better than Days of Future Past in my opinion. I like this better than Days of Future. A lot of people love that. Personally, this is my better. I think it's my out of Wolverine. So for the Wolverine films, we got Origins, The Wolverine, which is actually the same director, and I think he did a much better job this run. Um, hmm. I think this is my number one Wolverine film. I'd agree. I'd agree. I th- you would agree? Yeah, 100%. And what's your second favorite Wolverine film? Well, there's three, right? Is there three? Yeah, there's three. Because the other two suck, in my opinion. Well, you didn't like the Wolverine? No. thought it was trash. All right, I'll be the first guy to say, like, everyone hates the Silver Samurai as a giant robot, but I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I, I know, please send me hate mail, but I love the giant metal samurai. The best part about that movie was the train sequence. That was really good. People edit that a lot with the Spider-Man fight scene, and it looks really cool, like Spider-Man and Wolverine fighting on top of a train. That's legit, but Logan is definitely... If my obviously my top Wolverine movie because the other ones in my opinion aren't that great, and uh, amongst X Men movies I would say X One Logan, um, uh, First Class no, X One Logan X Two, First Class Days of Future Past Apocalypse is not even on any kind of list. Uh, I forgot about Apocalypse because you know 
X3. You know, people give X3 a lot of shit compared to the other shit that came out in between. It's not that bad. Yeah, I think I think back in the day, the worst movies were Spider-Man 3 and X-Men 3, and we thought those were the low points. I think I think we've hit new lows recently. We'll talk. We'll go into all these superhero movies later. We don't have to talk about that one. That one we'll talk last. But um, yeah, I think we just kind of hit new lows. And here's the thing: is we want to talk about that on this podcast. We want to talk about why those movies hit so low. How did they get those ideas from the comics that never even worked out, or how movies that did nothing with the comics were good? Or mangas, yeah, we are going into other things, and we might talk about, I think, uh, certain video game franchises that worked well, maybe the Arkham. I want, like, a a 10-hour episode of Lord of the Rings. Um... Me talking for the majority, but I could go all day. Yeah, so, uh, Batman and I kind of, um, work together in our comic lore i'm more of a marvel guy i like a lot of uh, star wars comics but she's all the way lord of the Rings. she's dc so we kind of just ate off each other she knows a lot about more anime and manga than i do so she kind of helps me with that so we're gonna go into all those and see how the translation works because sometimes it's a beautiful thing and when it works out like logan i think it's awesome and then if it works like iron man 3 i'm not so ecstatic about it or suicide squad yeah so i mean that's the main thought and um yeah, I mean, those are my closing thoughts. What about you? Um, Brap. Brap. Okay, so I think we're going to close it on that note. But uh, we'll probably have an episode in a couple weeks, either on maybe the new Attack on Titan, or I was thinking about going old school, hitting Blade. Ghost in the Shell, man. Ghost in the Shell. Is that a manga? Yes, it is. Oh, it is a manga. It is. Okay, so when the Ghost in the Shell movie comes out, we'll have an episode out about that. So now I have to go read a bunch of manga. you got to catch the fuck up, because you're about... 30 years behind an entire franchise. Is it on Marvel Unlimited? No. Shit. Shit. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it for us. Once again, I was Blueberry Probert. We'll set up an email at, let me see, what was it? Panel2screen at gmail.com. P A N E L 2 screen at gmail. If it changes, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, because that's probably taken, maybe. No? No. No. (laughs) We'll we'll figure it out. Put it in the show notes. All right, so thanks for watching, everyone. Or not watching. I mean, unless you were watching just your phone as the podcast went on. Or or you're working and looking at your screen. Yeah, I do. I I listen to podcasts when I'm washing the dishes. Or driving, yeah. I hope you enjoyed your drive and our thoughts on uh, Old Man Logan or Old Man Logan's translation to Logan. And, uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Right.